Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode 109 of NASCAR Radio, where trading cards and racing meet. I'm your pal Val. With me is the amazing Jason. Jason, how are you tonight? Today? I am better. Glad to be back. <laughs> and then the man, the myth, the legend, PSA Hall of Famer, Logan. How are you? Uh, I'm negative. For COVID, that is. <laughs> That's great. I was going to say, what do we have? First, we'll thank our sponsor, Panini America. Everybody joining us on the YouTube or the podcast. we got a great show for everybody today. We're going to do the race recap. Uh, we had a few races this last weekend. The Tops 2022 flagship sell sheet dropped so we're going to talk about that when it's going to be released what's going to be in it what's new what's not new and then we're going to talk about or go over king's court we got a few good ones in there this week i snuck a peek on that yeah all right and i see any other um we have a we have an update on the brody slam buddy gate uh, yes as we last saw uh where is yeah. that on. Yeah. on on last week's show, about 26 minutes and 26 seconds into the show, my puppy decided to steal my Brody Slam Buddy I got at the National. And there's a picture for you guys watching. She's kind of, <laughs> she, does, she does it real quick. She's kind of in stealth mode, but she got it. And I had to stop my video and go chase after her to get it back. She, she loved Brody. She does love Brody. So needless to say, that uh brody lives he was not decapitated everything is good so just in case you guys wanted to know there you go <laughs> brody is okay yep he lived to, to tell another day so those little slim buddies are pretty good well made they are because my dog she can she can rip apart a new toy in like five minutes so and this was gone for a while because i couldn't find it i, I chased her uh, downstairs could not find it and so i had to come back back up here back to the show so luckily i went back down after the show she had it but she had not tore it up yet so thank thank god all right and also if you like the show please hit the like button wherever you consume the show and let logan know he's doing a great job oh wow thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, thanks to our new followers mr Severick. TGC and Leo Lennox and Tiger. And a shout out to Casey McCullen and Beans Wild Card Blog for the great YouTube comments. So we appreciate all that. And if you uh, follow us on YouTube, we'll, we'll give you a shout out as well. And um, if you got some great comments for the YouTube, we'll, we'll let you, uh, we'll, we'll give you a shout out as well. So, but let's get. Uh, to a gentleman, let me see where is my sheet. Camping World Truck Series, no race last week, but they're getting ready to race this week. They're now in the playoffs, and they're going to be at Richmond Raceway at Worldwide Express 250 for Carrier Appreciation. That's going to be Saturday, August 13th at 8 p.m. And stages for Richmond Raceway. End of lap 70, lap 140, and 250. Moving over to the Xfinity Series. That was race number 21. 
That was the 30th annual New Holland 250. Now we're Saturday, August 5th at Michigan International Speedway. And car 54, where are you? In victory lane. Ty Gibbs was our winner, and the highest finishing rookie was Austin Hill, position five. Yeah, that, that race was, for the most part, it was pretty uneventful. Um, Noah Gregson won stages one and two, but Ty freaking Gibbs at the end, man, he, he led the lap that counted. So I'm proud of that boy. Yeah, they were, I guess, giving Noah a little bit of grief or saying, you know, they had come in for to pit even though he had the fastest car and he just couldn't get back to the lead and so shoulda coulda woulda but Ty Gibbs got the win yep I'm proud I'm proud for him and he's doing good in Xfinity he's also doing good in Cup <laughs> definitely uh we've talked about it before uh don't be surprised when Ty Gibbs goes to Cup so and and Jen trying to find his cards because I think they're, uh, I don't know if they're red hot right now, but they're, they're, they're quite warm. But if you're looking for his rookie cards, they're going to be in 2020 Panini Chronicles. He's in a few of the different series in there. Crusade with card number 17 with the different parallels and Crusade autographs. Phoenix with the parallels there and Phoenix autograph score and score autographs. And then Spectra. No autographs there with the different parallels. Yeah, Spectre is my favorite one, it, but it's also the toughest one, too. Yeah, there's only two per box in the 2020 Panini Chronicles. And then he has signatures in 2020 Panini Prism, the scripted signatures. There is an unnumbered version, and then there are about 10 different parallels, numbered 99 or less for Ty Gibbs. I guess it's good times. Then they got a little montage here of some of his cards, some of the Chronicle, and some of the Panini Prism in 2020. Yeah, so if you got those Ty Gibbs, you might want to hold on to them for a little bit. I'm not selling. <laughs> Neither am I. <laughs> that was good, Val. You did good on that. Well, thank you. And then our highest finishing rookie was Austin Hill, which we've talked about quite a bit. This, se this season he's been finishing as the highest rookie quite a bit. His rookies are going to be in the 2021 Donruss. He has two cards there. He's got his the base and then the retro 88 design with the different parallels to those, like the silver, orange, California, California blue, right? Carolina blue, uh, red, navy blue, green, purple, pink, artist proof, fifth anniversary, artist proof, black, black trophy club. It's also in the 2021 Donruss Optic. 
with the hollow orange Carolina blue gold gold vinyl optic signatures. They have printing plates of all that great stuff in Dunruss. And then in Chronicles, he's only in the Zenith with the different parallels to it. And then Zenith autographs. And then 2021 Panini Prism sign se- signing sessions. Easy for me to say. With the unnumbered version and then numbered to 99 or less for the signing sessions in 2021 Panini Prism. Yeah, I, I, don't even, I was going to say, I don't even take this card off my desk. It just stays here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to ask. It happens in other sports. We have rookies, and there's big name rookies. And I keep looking at Austin Hill, and his stuff is still affordable. And you know, you guys bring up have brought up a couple times the autograph that I bought probably two months ago now. Is Ty Gibbs overshadowing Austin Hill? He's outperforming. Austin Hill doesn't seem like he's moving price-wise. But we he's talk out, about it every week. He's outperforming on the track, which is going to out, make him outperforming in cards as well, too. Um, I mean, Austin Hill's coming. I think that it's possible that he takes Tyler Reddick's place at Richard Childers Racing in 2024. I think he may he may stay in Xfinity for another year and then move to Cup. I, that's what I'm thinking, but you know that's still over a year away. Yeah, I think I think you're right, Logan. Austin Hill's good. He's not, I guess, Ty Gibbs good. He's not flashing. He, yeah, he's not, and he's not getting the wins. But he's we're mentioning him because he's the highest finishing rookie. So he, you know, he's a rookie in the Xfinity series. Um, you know, right. Ty Gibbs was rookie last year. So I guess we'll see how he does in Xfinity next year. To to Logan's point, um, you know if if they move around at all in Xfinity or move up to Cup. So I think it's early for him, but definitely on the radar, right? Mm-hmm. You know that four dollar gamble or whatever is you know right. different than the forty dollar gamble later on. So I don't know if that makes any yeah. sense, but and and rookie might have been. You know, it was probably the wrong, you know, year classes or whatever. But do you think that $40 Ty Gibbs gamble is a safer gamble than a $4 Austin Hill? I mean, because obviously we're talking value, but $4 is a flyer for most people where 40 is not. But also you guys are talking more, you know, ability for Ty Gibbs. So is the $40, even though it's 10 times as much, is that like the more safe yet high reward because it doesn't seem like it's high risk but it seems like it's high reward the tie tie gives his stuff right now is very expensive his when you go after his rookie stuff his rookie prisms are going to be 70s 80s or higher depending on the numbering um you know spectra i think we're looking at 20 30 dollars now uh the chronicle stuff is probably 15 or higher depending if it's prism or hollows or whatever and autographs are in the thing so it's kind of like you see it in baseball right the price is already baked in with him going to cup and doing very well right and so if he hits a a championship is he you know going to be like Haley Deegan money I guess right um but 
he's got a lot of talent. He's got a lot of stuff going for him. It looks like he's matured quite a bit. He just did Dale Jr. Uh, podcast. So, like we talked about with him last week, he ran. He was top 10, but he had a speeding penalty, so he could have probably been in top five. And the three or four races that he's done in Cup, he's looked yeah. very good, very mature. Logan, you want to jump in? What do you think? Well, I'm going to say – I'm not going to say that Ty Gibbs – ship on his cards has already sailed but it's it's starting to float away so his prices are not going to go down if you buy now you're going to buy at a higher price and you know i he may do good he you know he could do very bad i hope he doesn't do bad but right now austin hill is a good buy uh you know four dollars you know if you spend four dollars on an autograph i mean you can't go wrong there Yep. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot less of a gamble than it is to buy Ty Gibbs autographs at, you know, 50, 60, $70 for a Ty Gibbs autograph, depending on what it's on and what number it is. Yeah. Jason, look, with Ty Gibbs, he's not, didn't surprise us. We've been talking about him for at least a year and a half. So mm -hmm. if, if you were listening to the show a year and a half ago, we were talking right. about him and his cards were, you know, a few dollars. And, and you could have got him just, he, you know, was Austin Hill then. Right. So he was highest finishing rookie and, and possibly winning some races and stuff. And we were talking about him. So, but that's why everybody listens, watch the show. You know, maybe Austin Hill is the new, will be the new Ty, yeah, Ty Gibbs in a few years. Possible. So, so we'll see. All right. Moving on. Xfinity series. Uh, next race, five more before the playoffs. That's going to be at Watkins Glen. They're going to be off. They're going to start. That is going to be Saturday, August 20th at 3 p.m. So they get, a, they get a week off here. Moving over to Cup. That was race number 23, and that was the 54th annual Fire Keepers Casino 400. That was Sunday, August 7th. At Michigan International Speedway. The heavens parted and Kevin Harvick got the win. Highest finishing rookie was Todd Gillen at position 27. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people very happy with, with that one there. It took, I don't know, 60-something races for him, his last win. Yeah, it's it's been over 60 races since his last win. And that it's was been, his 59th win. He's 10th on the all-time list now. He's one behind Kyle Busch. So that just puts what Kyle Busch has done in perspective as well. Yeah. And what Kevin Harvick's done. So, But we haven't talked about Kevin Harvick in quite a while. So his rookie cards are first cards. 1999 press pass, number 76. And also there's a skid marks of that version, number 175. Got the skid marks in there. Hashtag skid marks. Yep. And then 1999 wheels, card number 88. There's a few versions of that. There's a golden version, number 50. And solos, number 2. And also just because there's – just giving a little more context. He's also in uh, 2000 cards as, as well as second year. Uh, not a lot of those either. 2000 maximum. 
with the different versions there when the young lions which i'm a big fan of press pass optima press pass stealth sp authentic two cards in there card number 44 and then the i guess it's a short printed card number 74 and those are numbered to 2500 and then there's a few different parallels of that with the overdrive silver and of each one of those and then overdrive gold and then also sign of the times and sign of the times gold number to 25 and then upper deck racing and road signs the insert set so but it's awesome to see kevin harvick in the winner circle yeah i liked seeing him put his daughter in the car that was pretty cool i like that <laughs> yeah that's what uh, <laughs> that's one thing uh my wife was saying is like oh my goodness because uh delana had come over and like yanked her out of the car i guess when i got the um the victory circle or whatever yeah but she had head uh the head head stuff on so it wouldn't be too loud for her yeah she had headphones on yeah it, it was fine i mean you, you know kevin harvey's not gonna let anything happen to that little girl I know, and it's been a while since he'd won, so this is her first time. Yeah. Uh, high social rookie Todd Gilland. We've talked about him, I guess it was, a few weeks ago. I think he'd won the truck race. Uh, 2017 Dunross. He's in the Phenoms. 2017 Dunross. He's in the Rated Rookies and the different parallels for that, and there's Signature Series printing plates for that and then 2017 panini absolute the different parallels for that and then 2017 panini select signatures and panini torque track size signatures and we all know who finished 10th <laughs> yeah and probably could have done a little better but uh, without that speed penalty yeah Ty freaking gibbs Ty freaking gibbs and um I'll go ahead and say a quick some quick news on that front real quick. <clears throat> uh, it turns out that Kurt Busch is not going to be uh, available to race this weekend. I think his tests were still not good from his concussion. So Ty freaking Gibbs back in the car at Richmond. I'm expecting him now to get a top five. I mean, he's gone from 15th to 10th. So let's go to fifth. We'll All right. Yeah, I saw the, the tweet from Kurt where he was simulating like a race and uh, he had some issues. So where he felt fine, but when he got to the kind of the race scenario with, I guess, the G's and everything else that it bothered him. So, Jason, you know who finished 18th in the race in Michigan? Austin Hill was 18th. He was in the race. So he's he's coming up too. That was good. Jason's out of comedy by more Austin Hills. <laughs> <laughs> I, I may or may not have already been looking at stuff. So. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> he plays the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next race for the Cup Series. Three more races before the playoffs. Hard to believe, but Richmond Raceway Federated Auto Parts 400 at Sunday, August. 14th at 3 p.m. Eastern. And I think, you, Logan, you were talking about before we, we came on here, we, we've got uh, 15 winners here and one extra spot 
for the non-winner, which is Ryan Blaney right now, and Martin Truex Jr. is on the outside looking in. Yeah, let's think about that for just one second. We've got three races to go, Richmond, uh, a road course race, and Daytona, right? So you've got three races that really, in my opinion, the last two are wild card races. And uh, you know, there's a good chance that Martin Truex, which he is very, very good at Richmond, will win this weekend. So we could have 16, maybe even 17. So now you've got the, the situation where you've got 17 winners and you can throw that win and you're in crap out the window. So now it's all based on points again. So whoever has the least amount of points with a win is going to be out. So it, this could get crazy the last three. It's going to be exciting, if you ask me. Yeah, so Ryan Blaney, you know, could get a win, and Churisku would get a win, and then, you know, one of those guys or whoever might not make it. So yep. it's awesome. Who would have thought this with this new car creating so much parity? I think it's been a fantastic season. I have enjoyed it to no end, you know, especially with all the first-time winners. It's just been – I've just loved it. Yeah, super excited for, let's say, the last couple of races, then getting into playoffs and then some of those elimination rounds. So mm -hmm. moving over to IndyCar. That was race number 14. That was the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. <clears throat> that was Sunday, August 7th. Scott Dixon was our winner. And I think... I know we've talked about Scott Dixon's cards. I think they're in the 2007 Rittenhouse. It's got three cards in there. The card number 10, 11, and 12. It's also autographs and shades of victory. Card number R6. Yeah, that race was in Nashville. It was postponed because they had thunderstorms and the track was all wet. And I think it ended up being on Peacock because I couldn't find it on broadcast or on cable TV. So I really wanted to see it because it's only three hours from my house. And maybe, you know, maybe next year I'll go to that race. I think it would be pretty cool to go to see that race. Yeah. And, and this is going to upset Ken here, but there's only three races left in the 2022 season. Next race is going to be the Worldwide Technology Raceway, and that's going to be August 20th at 6 p.m. on the USA Network. So their season is winding down. Our leader right now is Will Power with 450 points. Scott Dixon is second, six points behind. Yeah, I think it's going to be a close race for the championship. Agreed, yeah. Uh, moving over to F1, they were off, and they're still off. They're taking their break. They don't come back until the until August 28th. Yeah, Lewis Hamilton needs to go sailing around on his yacht, so he, he's taking a break. Hey, they got a few few weeks off, so it's pretty yeah, nice. Thanks. But no matter how long they're off, uh, Max Verstappen is our leader with points. And then Charles Leclerc is 80 points behind. Sergio Perez, 85 points behind. Yeah, so bold predictions from you guys. Do y'all think that Max has got this thing locked up? 
Jason? And then I would say definitely, I mean, looking at the win total, Max Verstappen has eight, Charles Leclerc with three, and Sergio Perez with one. George Russell uh, doesn't have any. So it's, I think it's his to lose. So, well, I mean, I, I agree with you, but then also when you say they've said almost from the beginning this year, it was Max or nothing. You know, it always seemed like he, if he didn't win, he, something happened. You know, it was winner, winner don't finish. So it's like uh, Kyle Larson last year. Like it was just always, he was the winner. It seemed like every week. So uh, yeah, I'm going to, that's a no brainer for me. Yeah, I think he's got it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go on a, go on a ledge and say, yeah, he's, he's, he's got it wrapped up. Uh, I know we didn't, we talked about him, I guess, was, well, the other week we mentioned that he had won, but we didn't talk about his cards. So I'm just going to cover him because we've talked about him about, oh, a few times before, but uh, his first cards, he has a 2016 Topps Trumps and a 2018 Topps Trumps, but majority of folks, I guess, agree that the 2020 is his first official. I guess we talked to Victor, his uh, first cards or first rookie cards, and he has 435 different 2020 Topps cards. So, but we're not going to go through them all because, <laughs> but there is a Topps now Formula One card. It's card number 23 and it has a print run of 4,047. But then in the Topps Chrome in 2020, there's about 15 cards that he's in, uh, uh, kind of like. He has his regular card and then wins in the car itself and stuff. And so that's repeated through all the different parallels. So I won't go into great depth on those. But there's also a few inserts like the 1954 World of Wheels and the different parallels for that. There's also track tags as another insert. And then when you get to the Topps Chrome Sapphire Edition, there's that same 15 cards again with all the different parallels. There's also an image variation that's in the regular version and the Sapphire that's with him sitting with the helmet. So that's a, sh a short print that you want to be on the lookout for if you're opening any of that. Uh, he also has some Topps Dynasty Formula One cards with the different patches, autos, um, with different parallels, the gold, the red, and such. There's also the 2020 Tops F1 official stickers. There's about 10 different stickers in that series with Max Verstappen. And then the 2020 Tops Turbo Attacks Formula One, also about 10 different cars. And then there's limited editions. With the LE2, I think it's gold, silver, and bronze card. So, so we will officially say buttload. Yeah, four hundred and thirty-five <laughs> to be exact. Cards. Yeah, that's just just the twenty twenty. We're not even talking about twenty twenty one. So, uh, we talked about the next race for that. So I think we are done with the race recap. Yeah, we got a little bit of news to talk about. 
Hit me. Uh, I'm going to hit you with the news, man. And this came out today as we record on a Wednesday. Noah Gregson is joining Petty GMS in 2023. He'll be in the 42 car. So we kind of saw that one coming. We didn't know where Gregson was going to land, but we knew he was going to be going to Cup. He's just too good to not go to Cup. And uh, I know Val really likes Noah Gregson, so I'm proud for that, proud for him, and proud for Petty because uh, you know I'm a Richard Petty fan anyway. So I'm hoping for big things out of the 42 car. Yeah, so we, they're they're keeping Eric Jones and adding another car. Well, Ty Ty Dillon's out. Was he running 42? I thought he was running somewhere else. 42. He's out. Oh, okay. See how much. I missed the meeting. All right. Yeah, you missed the meeting. Sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, so Ty Dillon's out. No Gregson in. So he's going to run in a – they say running a full schedule, partial schedule? Yeah. No, he's full-time. He's full time, full oh, schedule. all right. Okay. So he's going to well, be full bore every race. It's exciting for Cup, right? We have amazing talent. Now we have rookies that are there now in the last few years. And then we have rookies coming up from Xfinity. So future's looking bright. Yeah. I think Jason's on, uh, he's on Com C right now looking for Noah Gregson now too. <laughs> no, actually I'm, I'm waiting my turn because you brought something up and I've been meaning to ask and I'm going to distract everybody for five seconds here. I will give have you, you guys order. watched that Dylan, the show about the Dylans on USA? Uh, Austin Dillon's Life in the Fast Lane? Yes. My wife has. So I will admit, my wife has published in racing, and she actually watched, she said a little bit, and she thought it was entertaining. So for somebody that has probably negative interest in racing, because she's a football girl, uh, I mean, she they got a, they got a fan, you know, in an ass backwards kind of way, but you know, they got a fan. So uh, I thought it was interesting that, you know, that was brought up and then you brought up Ty with, with the petty stuff. So. Well, you know, talking about that show, you know, since I'm a race fan and I've been a race fan most of my life, I look at that show is dang boy, you need to be concentrating on your racing and not worried about doing a TV show. That's, that's how I look at it, okay? But at the same time, it's money. It is money. I, you're right. Because you know they're paying them for it. Yeah, he's make, he's making money off of that. Um, but I think from the entertainment aspect, it's it's working. I mean, your wife likes it, so she can't yeah. be the only one. So I, I guess from that aspect, it's 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 reeling in the, the demographic they're probably wanting to get. Maybe yeah, for sure. people that watch it and hey maybe i'll watch a race or two to see how he right. does in in real life in the race I don't know. it's marketing at, at its finest essentially well yeah. when i have the race on and they talk about austin dillon or she's looking like where's austin dillon so wow yep. so it's i guess that's it that was achieved yep. right yeah mm -hmm. so some more news um I saw today that the NASCAR charters are now valued at $20 million. And uh, the most recent charter sale was last year where Starcom Racing sold to 23XI 
for sold their charter for 13.5 million and now this thing is valued at 20 million so that's a six and a half million dollar gain just by having the charter now so dang we should we all should have chipped in and bought our own charter guys what, what were we not thinking well yeah back a few years ago yeah you could have got them you could have got them cheap well with michael jordan coming in with with Denny Hamlin op- with the team and uh, these other ones, you know, there's a lot of interest in the teams, right? Uh, I think Emmett Smith is involved with one of the Xfinity teams. There's been a lot. I've seen some articles where there's a lot of interest in getting a team. So, yeah. So I, I just thought that was interesting that those charters are now up to $20 million. If you, so if you want to, buy your own team you're going to have to get somebody to sell you one of the 36 charters and uh if you that is if you want to be guaranteed to start a race now you could be one of the other four teams that has to qualify to get in but uh i just i just thought that was an interesting fact 20 million that's that's some, that's some heavy change there that's that's like real money it, it is real money if i had that money we'd uh we'd all be doing good <laughs> i just i just had a thought because we were just in atlantic city he's like nascar team psa 10 mickey mantle yeah you could trade a, i'll trade you a 1952 tops mickey mantle sgc 9.5 for a nascar team and for chase Elliott's <laughs> team yeah wow yeah all right wow all right, so, so um, oh, a little bit more news, real quick. Uh, okay. Just, uh, I saw this. I think it came from Sue's. Saw this also today that the national had ninety thousand registered guests. That is a lot of folks spreading the COVID at the national. <laughs> just thought I'd throw that out there. And one more thing, one more news nugget. Kurt Busch, as we talked about a while ago, is out for this weekend. It's like what Val said. He did the testing, and he's not still not feeling 100%. So, Ty freaking Gibbs, back in the car. He's going to get a top five. You wait and see. Yeah, I went out to Comsey and was buying a few up. Smart. Well, a few I didn't have in my PC, so. Uh, gentlemen, the 2022 Tops flagship F1 sell sheet came out, which it seems like the other one just came out in February, which I think it was. I think it was originally supposed to be slated for last summer, but because of all the delays and everything. So we are getting, let's see if I can zoom in on some of this here. that's any better yeah it looks good yeah um you know me and logan we were talking about last week we had picked up some boxes they're about 110 at the national uh i was looking through some of my archives i had seen where i had gotten up to like 400 and something 500 dollars a box for the flagship So I don't know if we're going to see that kind of increase again or drop. 
but they look good and they've added some more parallels so it's still going to be a 200 card set um basically if you can't read it here the 2022 tops formula one racing live life in the fast lane with the official 2022 tops formula one trading card collection seek out the fierce rivals lewis hamilton and max verstappen as well as a Look into the excitement that is the 2022 Formula One season in, is sure to bring. Look out for F1 relics featuring race-worn suit relics from top F1 drivers. So this, again, is going to include relics. Collect the 200-card base set as well as the all-new clean air, blue skies, flash of brilliance, art, the Grand Prix and many more exciting insert sets available in Hobby Shots Fall of 2022. I believe this was slated or slated for September 14th or 16th, I believe. So you can yeah. see this base card design, checkered flag, checkered flag parallel, and the Art du Grand Prix. You want to say something? I was just going to say. You know, we are seeing this pretty much on the heels of the 2021, but they've got to get caught up. So they, they've got to do this. They've got to get these things released. Hey, go back up to that first slide real quick. Yes, sir. That insert on the left, the Grand Prix, I'm not going to say the first. The Grand Prix, that is some stadium club looking photography there. That's a pretty nice card. Yeah. I noticed that that's a sweet, especially for a flagship. Yeah, so I don't know, Jason. You probably didn't listen or or read and talk about last week that at the tops F one, they mentioned that they're going to be also including two new brands, finest and Stadium Club, which is going to be the um, yes. Yeah, that's what they said at the Q and A that they're going to add two more brands, Jason. So we're just hoping they don't they don't kill the golden goose. That's <laughs> that's our hope. Yeah, they're going to increase definitely supply, I'm sure. But I think Jason, your point, it might be a somewhat of a preview of what we could maybe right. expect for this paddock pass. So it definitely takes it to another you know another level than some of the artwork we've seen before. And then yeah, looking at the, some of the yeah. other stuff, like uh, like wrestling, for example, they've done Heritage and Finest in the past, but never Stadium Club. So that's a big one, in my opinion. That's a big one. I think so because I think it lends it to better photography, maybe, or using the full card, like we saw with, with that art card. So I always liked the Stadium Clubs because on the back, you know, they'd have like the rookie card or whatever, and then some. Um, some verbiage, verbiage in there, so so I'm eager to see that. But uh, this base prism flagship, they're adding some new parallels, so that's also going to lead to, I believe, you know, they're going to be printing a little more than what they had printed before, especially with the future parallel number to 150, yellow parallel to 125, and green parallel to 75. So that's a few more cases of cards, I think. With that numbering 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let me see. Anything else that jumps out to you with the parallels, gentlemen? No, it, it looks like it's pretty much the same. I mean, once these things hit, you know, I'm, I'll probably do my Walmart runs. I, I wonder, do you guys think that the uh, blaster boxes are going to be 1999 again this year? You think they're going to be like 29.99? I'd say at least 25. Yeah, that's where I was going. 24.98. Yeah, I think so too. I think they they realized that they they were a little too cheap last year. I wonder if they'll have the same type of hits because it turned out last year that those blaster boxes had better hits than the uh, hobby boxes. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it was um, done on purpose or if it was a mistake for last year's blasters where they were just trying to get them packed out and and out the door and shipped. I do like the way the parallel. So this one here to the that's being shown for the Lando is the red parallel where that border is now red as opposed to, you know, red around the whole whole thing. So uh, that's a nice looking Nice looking card there. I don't know why, but I like it. Yeah, I, I think that you know, with that silver at the bottom fading up to whatever color, I think that's going to look really nice. I think that that's a good design. I think that's a winner. Yep. Inserts cards. We have the clean air, blue skies, ten subjects. The new breezy clean air card uh, capturing. A driver out of their out <laughs> out on their own, and there is perfect unobstructed airstreams for the their car. Fresh new design. I don't know about that, but or is that the bounce back? So they have a one of the other ones. The other one is the bounce bounce rock race roll. Fifteen subjects. Taking inspiration from the 1970s disco era, enjoy these funky new vibrant cards. That's right there for Logan. Peace out. <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be a new design. The clean air, blue skies is a new design. Again, with the parallels, gold, orange, red, foil, fractor, parallel, and printing plate. So all those parallels are pretty slim with 50 or less so yeah it looks like it's gonna be a new emphasis on parallels this year yeah now i do like this tops 1968 hot rod which is 20 subjects pulling designs from the classic tops 1968 hot rod set the new cards will feature the fearless names in f1 Again, there's the the same kind of parallels there, all numbered 50 or less. Flash of Brilliance, 15 subjects, exclusive new set featuring only the fastest and smartest drivers that blow by the competition. So you see that Flash of, Blue. Flash of Brilliance. Those are nice. They kind of look like Apex almost. Yeah, very similar. And then the Art. The Grand Prix, five subjects for this one. The classic retro pass comes alive with these new poster stylized cards featuring five of the 22 Grand Prix tracks. 
So I wonder if this is going to be featured throughout the brands. I don't know. You, you kind of talking like how the how Press Pass used to do the NASCAR Hall of Fame cards. You know, they had them through all the different brands. Because they show that they said the featuring five of the twenty two Grand Prix tracks. So why did they pick those? Just those five. So I don't know. We'll find out. But yeah, where they would put some in in different brands to make it. Uh, you need all the brands to make a complete set, I guess. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we will see. This is really right the first start of the 22 season for cards, right? With flagship. Yep. I'm sure we're going to see back to back a lot of Formula One come out in a short amount of time. <clears throat> and then our relics are going to be one per two boxes. There's going to be 42 subjects and eight. Alternates, I guess, featuring race-worn material from talented F1 drivers. And they're also adding another parallel, the green parallel. You know, we talked about this before, but they, Tops is definitely keeping F1 on the higher end of the spectrum by not including tire relics. I'd love to see some tire relics and every other box. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't turn it down uh-huh. either. But if you compare it to Don Russ, <laughs> Don Russ is saturated with tires. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I think with the tires, they would do could do so much with because the different compounds are different colors with those bands that you know you could. Um, deploy those in the relics and, and make a nice, nice relic, and and also do. seed, yeah, and, and seed in the boxes, and maybe one per box. I, but I don't know. I don't know what the cost is or how much the those tires cost. But oh, and then so that's one I had read, but totally forgot about until I just put it on this slide. Is the, is the box topper? So that art the Grand Prix postcard box topper. So we're gonna have a bigger one. So the five subjects pulling designs from the Arctic Grand Prix insert cards. These exclusive cards will mimic postcards on the back and fall in selected boxes. Hmm. So is that is that the same? No, it, it, these are gonna be bigger cards. These are gonna be postcard size. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So we get our, our our first box topper in F1. Yeah, I, I like those full bleed cards, so I, I'm a fan. Yeah, I mean, from looking at the picture, uh, I would definitely want to see them in person. Because, it, like you said, it kind of intrigues me. To it. it looks like a nice photo. Even you know, Jason kind of pointed it out right when we were showing it. So now it'd be nice, and I can on Jason here would be for this hot rod to have like this old kind of stock. Yeah, that'd be cool if they did that. Hopefully, they will. I mean, this is flagship. Well, they do some of that card stock in, in uh, baseball when they do some of the vintage designs because they're, they're super heavy on, you know, the 87 tops, and they do some of that gray cardboard. So maybe. Yeah, we'll see. It's going to be exciting. I, I I guess I'll be out in my car calling you, Val, from different Walmarts going, well, the flippers already beat me to it. <laughs> I think we have about a month. So we'll see 
again, I saw the sell sheet and wanted to, you know, bring this to all our viewers, listeners to kind of keep an eye out for those. Uh, I know the original flagship came out with a bang and, and escalated quickly and now they've fallen, but uh, I, and Logan, we talked about this at the national, you know, at 110, 125, I think I was looking at one of my photos that I'd taken. They were 109 pounds when they were first released. So it's almost at cost or what they were selling for at tops now. And I still, you know, one of the things I was saying, like with the 2021 tops flagship, it'll always be the first issue for the flagship. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, in five, 10 years, you know, it's still going to be the first flagship and, and um, kind of like the 2017 Dummers and, and NASCAR. So, mm -hmm. but uh, if the prices are reasonable, I'll, I'll probably pick up some. So me too. I'll, I'll, if, if, if I can get hobby boxes for, you know, 110, 120 bucks, I'll, I'll probably buy one or two for sure. Try to make a set. <clears throat> Yep. Anything else on 2022 Tops flagship? Nope. Just excited to see it. Um, and just curious as to what's going to follow. I'm sure we'll, we'll find out. Stay tuned. Well, I guess we can go roll into King's Court. Cue the music, dude. Alrighty then, here we go with this week's King's Court. First one up, there was so, again, there were so many cool cards that ended this week that I had to add an honorable mention. And this is the honorable mention for this week. This was on the 8th of August. It's a 1988 Max Charlotte promo, number 99, Dale Earnhardt, PSA 10. They were asking... $3,500 for this. They accepted a best offer of $1,800 for this card. Oh, wow. What do you think about that, guys? Uh, I think somebody got a good deal on that. I think so. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. And just for the listeners, what Canapolis is spelt right. Yep. So that's a uh, real deal. Yeah, I mean, for a 10, I, I, that's still a lot of money, but I, I think that's a pretty good price. Yeah, if I can only go back in time. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's... You don't have one that. of these right now? Behind I you? have one. Okay. I have one. I wish I had more now. <laughs> I'm being greedy. <clears throat> Yeah, eighteen hundred dollars. I think that's good. That's a good price. Yeah, I mean, those cars do grade well, though. Um, so with the white borders and everything. But yeah, it's a nice card. I just, uh, I just thought that that was the de deserving of being an honorable mention because we've got some other cool cards coming up. Can't wait. All right. So next up, uh, our Joker of the week. Uh, this was on the fourth of August. So Richard Petty, two-card spellbound lot. It's the T and the Y, so that means something, tie. But anyway. <laughs> it's a sign. It's a sign. It means something. It's like some mashed potatoes. 
But anyway, right, so, and these are numbered out of seven. Yeah, that's the thing, man. I, I saw those. I said, boy, this is going to be definitely going to be our Joker of the Week. They're out of seven. I think one of them was six of seven. The other one's three of seven. Uh, and they spell yes. they spell petty. So those things are rare, man. And uh, they were asking a thousand bucks for these, uh, and they accepted a best offer of three hundred dollars. So that's one hundred fifty a card. So I didn't see Storm. these. I, I might have tried to get those because those are really actually pretty pretty spiffy, especially being numbered out of seven, which is seven championships. So is each one out of seven? It's not. Because I know sometimes it's each way. So each letter, there's seven of each one. Okay. Yep. It's even got DJ signature on the back. Our buddy DJ. But those are really those are really nice. Those those things just don't pop up very often. Uh, well, yeah, there's not many of them. I was looking at the back here. Like this was the T, and so the T is in black. Yeah. The Y, the Y is in black. I thought that was neat how they did that. So you know exactly which one it was. But it's yeah. Kind of not hard to figure out, but still, it's pretty neat. <laughs> and it's race, uh, was race use sheet metal, let's say. Uh, race use sheet metal. Yeah. So those, I like those cards. I hate I missed those being, being a petty guy. Uh, yeah. All right. So next up on the 3rd of August, our, our Jack of the Week. 2020 Tops Chrome F1 Sapphire Aqua Lando Calrissian Norris. This is out of, it's a short print out of 99. It's a PSA 8. And this actually went through bidding. And it went for $687.77 with 24 bids. Which, you know, I think may have been a little cheap. Given, again, given the climate of F1 these days. That's a nice looking card. Yeah, 2020. It reminds me uh, of Chrome Sapphire. Of a senior senior photo. <laughs> <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> it's funny. Is, is that um, photographer background? Right. <laughs> it's all set. Yeah, you take that sapphire and put that background in. Well, you know, he was voted most likely to be an F1 driver. <laughs> I, think, I think so. <laughs> it's in his yearbook anyway whatever but yeah that's a, that's a nice card it's only an eight imagine what a 10 would have been yeah definitely all right so next up queen of the week we haven't really talked about danica in a while i guess it's always been Haley. it seems like for the most part this was on the third of august 2012 danica patrick race use memorabilia press pass card they were asking 400 bucks for this and it went for 250 with best offer. So I think that's a, a pretty neat swatch they've got there. So you get two, two race use cards. Yeah. Oh, you know, I did not know that. Yeah. So I'm going flicking, <laughs> flipping through. So you have this one here, which is, looks like a big patch, right? In the fire patch. suit, uh, especially with the seams and so multicolor here. Uh, Jason will figure out exactly where it is on the fire suit. Come on, Jason. So it actually looks like maybe the sleeve. That's that arm. It's got to be. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to look that one up. And then you get to here, which is almost kind of but, the same pattern. That's a better one to me. Yeah, this is a five star. Number to 25. 
So, Jason, if that's on the arm, I guess depending on where your arm's at, it's up or down. It could the the orientation of the patch could be right could be right either way. Yeah, there's no wrong answer. There's no wrong answer. You're right. So, what did it sell for? You got two cards here. Two fifty. Two fifty for two cards, and yeah. one's out of twenty-five. One's out of fifty. Yeah. So uh, both autographed. Cool. Yeah. I did not see that when I was looking through that. I thought it was just the one card. That was I missed that. Good it's a heck of a deal, then. Yeah, it was a good deal. Yeah, I think maybe, and this is for folks who sell it on eBay or whatever. You might need a card showing both uh, as your first photo, and then you can go into deeper on per card if that makes sense. Because I total, I think missed it that it was two. Mm -hmm. I didn't know it was two. That's uh, so that's even a better deal. Whoever got those, and they're both signed, and they're both uh, one's out of five star and one's out of showcase. Yeah, I was looking at I see the rookie, the rookie card logo there. Yeah, and I like seeing the stitching in there and all that. Those are those are really cool swatches. That's sure. why NASCAR has the best relics. It's great. Okay, all right. So next up, King of the Week. Oh. Oh my God! This is this is definitely the king of the week. This is this is like the king of the last few months, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just partial to this card, but this was on the fourth of August, 2000. SP Authentic Sign of the Times Dale Earnhardt Auto, the Intimidator, PSA 10, thirty-seven hundred and fifty dollars. Buy it now. That was a buy it now price. Yeah, click. They left money on the table. Yeah. That's beautiful. Oh, God, I love that card. So, Logan, uh, not go on a side note here. So, this autograph, it looks like a dark blue, not a light, the light blue. Yeah, I I'm wondering if it's, if it's possibly, you know, changed color over time. If it's been out in the light or something. I, want, okay. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I haven't seen many of these. To, I've seen two so far, so. Anyway, it's it's beautiful and thirty seven fifty. Wow, it could be their scanner too. So, it, it, yep, because it seems uh, I was gonna say kind of not dull, but it's it just the cards in person pops a lot better than I think scan. Oh yeah, no doubt. But I, I'm in love with that card. Uh, it's one of my favorite cards, and it's uh, like I said, it's definitely it's it's like maybe the king of the month or king of the quarter. It's that is a heck of a card and thirty-seven fifty. So do you guys? I'll ask you guys. Do you guys think that that was went too cheap? You think could have gotten for more if, if they had maybe four thousand, forty-five hundred? You think it might have gone that that high? Go ahead, Val. I have a thought, but well, my my thought was it's NASCAR, but if you compared it to some of the other sports, then. Uh, and even in taking account the differences between, I think it's kind of low. It's a PSA 10. It's not numbered, so we have no idea of the actual runs. But we, but Logan, you know as well as I do how hard the 2000 SP authentic cards are. You don't see any wax. You don't see this card very often. Um, and it's just it was in our top 10 i think it was the number one in, in our top 10 of cards that signature just pops on that white background 
Uh, if I remember right, the back is maybe goldish, so PSA 10 would be tough. Mm-hmm. Am I am I remember that right? I think so. I don't I don't have mine with me here. Gotcha. I got it out, but I don't. Mine's so again, a- it's only a pop of four, and it is probably one of Dale Hart Senior's I think best cards. I don't know of another card that would top this. Mm-mm. I'm with you. Uh, maybe the 88 max sign, but out of 100, but. In most cases, I'm a very logical, reasonable person. But knowing this and knowing how much you guys have talked about it, it's a pop four, it's a PSA 10, it's on card, it's not a sticker, it's, he's deceased. I honestly think I might have done 99.99, like a dollar under 10,000. And just seeing where the offers came in. I agree with that, Jason. That's that's a that that would have been the smart money. Because it it all depends on you know was this person selling it for a need or just to kind of you know it came across their desk and then they sold it and that's what they do. There's different circumstances for everybody, but if they weren't in any rush, I definitely would have done done offers. Um, you know, and I, I don't, I don't believe and you guys correct me if I'm wrong in all the years of doing eBay, there's no way to see how long a card was up there. Correct. I looked, you're reading my mind. I, I looked. So, was this up there an hour, a week, a day, you know, what was it? Um, that always is, uh, curious to me too, because. If it was there an hour, then obviously that seller is probably kicking their own ass. You know, they just they know mm-hmm. that it was too low of a price. So, yeah, I probably would have went high and just let it let it roll and see what happens. Jason, I think you bring up a good point, right? So, is the seller motivated to sell it quickly, or uh, just kind of floating it out there to see if they get any nibbles, right? So with the way the economy is right now, it it could have been fall under the you know the first scenario because yep. something like this with a pop four and we you know we probably should have floated it to get just the nibbles right best offer right yeah so so that yep. means the 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 next one ought to be amazing. Yeah, there's no way the next one will be less than that. I mean, no. They'll so assuming they see it, they do some research first. But there's no way I would say the next one will probably be at least five. Yeah, yeah see, that's but, the thing, right? So these come up so far and few between. If you're not watching the market or watching the King's Court all the time to see when these things come up to what what the next one would sell for, right? Because mm-hmm. it's buy it now, and they just put it out there like, "Oh man, this, you know, this is kind of what I want for it, or whatever it is." And bam, it sells. Jason, to your point, is like if it sold in an hour, it's like, man, I sold it too cheap. Or yep. if it yep. was a few days, it's like, well, I was right in the ballpark, right? Mm-hmm. And something little to me, it's got a newer PSA label. I don't know where we're at because stuff changes so you know so often, but. I would pay a little bit more for a newer PSA label, just knowing that the slab has less of a chance to be, you know, scratched or scuffed or whatever. So 
to me, that was something that I would put a little premium on as well. Yeah, I'm with you on that, Jason. It's that's a good observation. Yeah, that's a nice card, though. So I guess we probably ought to move on. Yep. All right, our ace of the week. This is on the 8th of August. 2021 Topps Dynasty F1. It's a red Sebastian Vettel logo patch. One of one with his auto. It's got the vet in Vettel. So find the other one and you can have the whole name. But this one went through bidding as well. And it was pretty, pretty fierce bidding, it looks like, because it went for $4,675.55 with 42 bids. That's a very nice card. And I like that patch. And so there's there's another one out there that has the rest of his name. There's another one that's got T-E-L on it. So whoever got this one's really going to want that other one. Yep. It's a nice looking card. I like that. It's 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 not gaudy. It's kind of plain, but uh, it is is pretty. It's a nice looking card. So congrats to whoever got that card. Very nice. All right, so here we go. This is uh, to me, Val and Jason, the coolest card in a while. This is our Royal Flush, sold on the third. 72 STP, which we talk about this card a lot. Richard Petty, PSA 6. Again, this is one of those situations, Jason, like you were talking about. It went for $4,500. Somebody went click and bought yeah. it net for 4500 bucks. Did it go in a day? Did it go in an hour? Did it go in a week? I don't know. So what do you guys think on the pricing for that? I mean, I don't. I know the card, I know the value, but as far as differences in the grades, where where do you guys think it landed? Well, that that makes the guy that sold the PSA nine for fifteen thousand or whatever it was last year, he's probably very upset right now. <laughs> Looking at this, yeah, I mean it. It looks like it's graded correctly. Like yeah, I saw a little wear on the, like on that yeah. bottom right corner. Mm -hmm. like. Yeah, the bottom's got some wear, but I think it's a good grade. If you look at the back, it's pretty clean for the most part. It does have one or two of those little bitty brown specks that we have seen in the past on the back. It's it, it, that's the same thing we see on. If they have those, they all have the same kind of color brown. I don't know what that came from or how that happened, but you, you see that. If you look over there, I think it's over there by the uh, on the second the second line from the bottom. You yeah, on the, the, where the Plymouth, yeah, yeah, you see it right there. Uh, but it's, I mean, for the most part, it's pretty clean. Yeah, it, I mean, it it's presents very well. The register of the print looks good. Uh, it's it's a, we know it's a tough card. There's a nine. I don't know if there's an eight, and there's a few sixes. There's, I think too. There, so there's a nine. I think there's a one eight. I think there's a couple sevens now, and then the sixes. So there's not very many more cards above this card. And it presents well. Yeah. So uh, that's a beauty. It's a beauty. I love that card. <laughs> Getting tougher and tougher to find. 
they are tough. You just don't see them every day, but uh, we didn't 45. see any at the national. Well, let's take that back. We saw one. We saw we did see one at the national. It wasn't for sale, but we did see one at the national. We saw one that Mitch had, which was a PSA eight. Hmm. Second, we're going one higher than that. So, Mitch, I'm sure you're watching and listening. Uh, now you get an idea of where your card stands with this. You know, I, we talked about it at the national with Mitch, and he asked what we thought it was. We thought we thought his card was probably five, six thousand dollar card, but I don't think so now. I think with this, it's a lot higher. All right, so let me tell you real quick the pop report for that. There are 21 graded. One nine, one eight, two sevens, six sixes, five fives, and then there's a couple others below that. Yeah, so one exactly nine and one eight. Yeah, so only a few above this. It's a tough card. It's a tough card. I think we talked about before. A lot of these cards, because this has gloss, they were put in those screw downs in the eighties, and proceeded to adhere to one side of the screw down. So when you take it out of the screw down, you lose paper on the corners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's just a lesson for everybody. If you come across one that's in the screw down, make them take it out of the screw down first before you buy it. Yep. Totally agree. But it's a beauty. I wish I had more of these, but I'm just glad to have the one I've got plus the autograph one. So I'm, I'm, I'm content with the two, with the two that I own and Val's got a handful himself. So, we're we're okay. <laughs> very nice. Yeah, very. You're right. Very nice. So that's a beauty. So that is it for this week's Kings Court. Well, awesome. Thank you. Uh, any other housekeeping? No. Uh, I will mention that you can see us depending on what day of the week it is. On Hobby Hotline, we each are hosts on Hobby Hotline, so uh, check out Hobby Hotline. You can, you can find your favorite NASCAR radio host there as well. Yeah, it's on either it's a Saturday 11 a.m. live or Tuesday 9 p.m. Eastern live. It's a call-in show or in chat as well. Uh, a lot of great guests, a lot of different specialties, and everybody's super. Um, knowledgeable and here to help uh, spread spread the knowledge and the love for collecting. So, yeah, and not only that, Chick-fil-A <laughs> Sweet Tea is the official sweet tea of Hobby Hotline and NASCAR Radio. <laughs> yeah, of course, we'd like to thank Panini America for sponsoring the show. Uh, anything else, Jason or guys, before we're out of here? Hashtag skid marks. And, I, and next week, I will do the giveaway for the uh, national packs. Okay, great. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for watching. Please like, subscribe to the podcast, and we will catch you next week. We are out of here.